Hello and welcome to A Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracy, the podcast that examines conspiracy theory, conspiracy fact, and those who promote these theories. I will be your host, Mike Bowler, as we take a look at Conspiracy in the News for the week ending January 13th, 2019. And it's, again, been another light week. Uh, some odd stories has popped up. More or less, uh, I'm not sure what to make of at least two of them. And of course, we do have some more Alex Jones stuff. So let's get started with an article about India scientists dismiss Einstein theories. Now, this was an article that has popped up. I found it on a couple of, uh, a couple regular, I guess, fairly reliable websites that uh, an Indian scientist said that Einstein was wrong and that gravitational waves should be renamed Nahandra Modi waves. Scientists in India has hit out as speakers at major conference for making irrational claims, including that the ancient Hindus invented stem cell research. And what's interesting... About this particular article, there seems to be a handful, small handful of scientists who have uh, started to embrace some of these, uh, again, I want to say, I'm, I'm not really sure if they're necessarily fall under the conspiracy. They do have conspiratorial aspects to it, but this does seem to be more politically motivated than conspiracy motivated. So apparently there was the 106th Indian Science Congress, which was inaugurated by Prime Minister Nahendra Modi, and it ran from January 3rd to the January 7th. And apparently the head of a Southern Indian University cited an old Hindu text as proof that stem cell research was discovered in India a thousand years ago. Okay, I'm going to butcher this name. G. Nagesha Rao, vice chancellor of Anahandra University, also said a demon king from the Hindu religion epic Ramania had 24 types of aircraft and a network of landing strips in modern-day Sri Lanka. Then we have Dr. K.J. Krishan reportedly said Newton failed to understand gravitational repulsive forces and Einstein's theories were misleading. Many believe under Nahendra Modi's Hindu nationalist BJP party, pseudoscience has moved from the fringe into the mainstream. Apparently, this is a, I don't know what this is a, what might call, it's a nationalist party, maybe a conservative party. I'm not, I don't even begin to start understanding uh, Indian politics, how the party system, the, how their their system works there, but this does sound like a conservative nationalist party is uh, running the show there, and that these scientists have latched on to something probably to, to try to put uh, India on the in the forefront as a uh, I can't even begin to imagine what that would be. Of course, it seems to be challenging Western science, which is kind of a classic uh, tactic. And it seems like kind of the same tactics that are being used in or have been used in the United States and Britain, 
to promote their people, our pe- the people in the United States, the idea that somehow that there's a one race or one group is superior to others that seems to be the same, along the same lines. There was a time in history where science was being used to promote that white Anglo-Saxon types were vastly superior to other races. And this seems to be a kind of a, the Indian version of that where Hindus are superior to the rest of the world. I did wanted to check on things like this, this first thing about uh, Rao of uh, Anhandra University, religious epic, Hindu religious epic, Ramania, had 24 types of aircraft and a network of landing strips that sounded an awful lot like the Vamanistrasa. Or, again, this was a do- this was a document that's being used by the ancient alien types who have uh, claimed that an ancient Sanskrit text that had actually been written in the 1920s based on a a seer who through the some of the same tactics or the same methods that the uh, that Smith used in creating the Book of Mormon and apparently had channeled this ancient uh, person and came up with these vamanas that they talk about as spaceships and so on that had been visiting a planet because the actual document I started well it's pretty big so I did a as quick a check as I could, Ramania only mentions, I guess, in one or a couple verses. And this is, a, this apparently this document stretches over a number of volumes. It's an actually a large epic. Again, I'm not that familiar with the, uh, this Hindu text, but again, there's only maybe about one or two lines in this epic referring to spacecraft nothing about 24 there's no nothing about uh, landing strips or anything about that this has to must be or at least sounds an awful lot like they're linking it to the 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 vamana text which again was all made up in the in the 20th century and has it's been used by the ancient alien uh, types to promote their theories so this is kind of an interesting uh i'm not really sure what 100 percent how to take this certainly this is a step backwards for science in india though there does there does seem this does seem to be a small uh minority amongst scientists mostly these seem to be ones that are have been uh attempting to promote or at least uh back the current prime minister and trying to again maybe bolster his political agenda so that seems to be what's going on there with this article so my next article is uh apparently ellen degeneres is also running a shadow government now if you're familiar with the QAnon, the QAnon uh conspiracy that allegedly the Democrats have set up a government being run by Barack Obama to undermine Trump's presidency. Well, apparently, at least the title of this article implies that 
no, it wasn't Obama, but Ellen DeGeneres uh, running this government. But actually, it is thrown into the QAnon shadow government portion of the this conspiracy. And this seems to be coming out of more of a, a, a Twitter uh, grassroots type thing as opposed to anything with uh, any type of data to support it. It's just more like because uh, DeGeneres is a gay woman who is supporting LGBT rights. She has to be part of the this deep state shadow government somehow also playing a role in this um, kind of makes sense in a, in the way that these people think. Of course, you have the political aspects. You got to have the financial and the media, which then kind of fits nicely into the the Jewish conspiracy that is trying to take over the world. So there's probably a that angle there. So, again, more just craziness coming out of the QAnon folks that are trying to, it seems like it's dying, but it, they're trying to find new life by maybe introducing new players into the the big picture. So, my last story is Sandy Hook shooting victim family win a legal, legal victory against InfoWars and Alex Jones. Again, this was another kind of a uh, misleading title. It's really just a hurdle in the saga of this, these lawsuits against Alex Jones. A court has ruled that it is that the families can proceed with their lawsuit, that they can now uh, request documentation from Alex Jones and his, and InfoWars. Actually, the technically they can, get their information from InfoWars, many of the companies, but they are, I don't know if they have yet got the okay to depose Alex Jones. But this is just nothing, but this is that the, the cases are proceeding. These happen to do, this happens to be associated with the six families that are in Connecticut that are suing Alex Jones in Connecticut court. I was I was trying to find some more information on the other cases and haven't seen any real progress, though the it looks like everything's proceeding as planned. And uh we'll see how that is that's going. But it's just definitely good news for the uh those uh families that are suing uh Alex Jones that they can proceed and that they can uh and hopefully put a at least a hurting on Mr. Jones and his his ilk. And that's pretty much the news for this past week. Um actually going back to the Alex Jones story, I'm actually working on a uh, a scorecard of Alex Jones lawsuits. So I'm actually trying to uh, kind of get a handle on where the these lawsuits set because the best I can tell right now there are basically across all these lawsuits roughly about a hundred different counts of defamation and other uh, laws that have been uh, violated by Alex Jones. This is, of course, spread across. So far, I've got four states. 
I got four cases in four states, and each one, though there's there has been some uh, dismissals and uh, that in the in the mix because a number of these uh, a number of these suits have multiple claims being made against Alex Jones. So I wanted to kind of get a better idea of who's being sued. Who's suing Alex Jones and who who's doing what in this? Because there's actually there's actually a lot more than just these families suing Alex Jones. They're suing his companies, they're suing his employees who made up stories, they're suing guests that have been on yeah, on InfoWars. And ba- basically, like some of the cases look like they're they're purely going after Alex Jones's money. Others seem to be going after Alex Jones, the person. So I'm working on that scorecard. I was working on it earlier today, and I'm hoping after I record this and do some editing, work on it a little bit more. I'm not sure if I'll be ready for that, but it should. you should see that maybe popping up on the website about the middle of this week. So I'd like to thank you for listening. This has been episode... 122 recorded on January 13th, 2019. Thank you and good night.